Hello, hello, and welcome back to Pressing Positivity. I really owe you guys an apology. I'm sorry for the late upload. I've been in this sort of vicious cycle of procrastination, but I'm practicing what I preached and I'm just forcing myself to get on with it. And I know that once I get this stuff recorded, edited, and uploaded, I'm going to feel good about that. So... I'm just pushing on, and I really am sorry for the delay. So today I'm going to be talking about dreams, and I don't mean what you want to do with your life. I mean what happens when you go to sleep and your subconscious mind opens. I think that there's a lot of valuable information that comes to us in our dreams, and so that's what I want to talk about today. But I've had this... um episode sort of prepped and ready to go for almost a week now and I have some really interesting information about it so I'm a little happy that I procrastinated otherwise I wouldn't be able to tell you what I'm going to tell you. So probably for the past couple months um, I haven't been dreaming a lot while I sleep and I'm usually a pretty active dreamer so I, you know, that's part of what inspired this podcast. Another uh, part of what inspired it is something that I read. But anyways, um, so after I prepped this podcast and I started thinking about dreaming and um, looking at dreams and researching and that kind of thing, I have been dreaming so much more lately, like having very vivid dreams recently, like in the past few days. So I thought that was pretty interesting because before before I started researching this, I hadn't really been thinking about like or missing that I'm dreaming until I realized that I wasn't dreaming. Then I started missing it and now I'm remembering my dreams or I'm dreaming more often. And probably, to be honest, it's uh, really more a matter of remembering the dreams than not dreaming, but we're going to get into that. So when we're awake, our conscious mind is really at the forefront. Our subconscious is still there. It's still processing data, like um, the things that you don't think about, and it controls those types of things, like um you know, the stuff that isn't actively going on in your mind, your subconscious is handling that. But when we go to sleep at night, our subconscious comes to the forefront and it can really shed a lot of light on what's going on in there because our subconscious mind and what happens in our subconscious really affects our conscious minds. You know, like you might be feeling some way and not understanding why you're feeling that way and that's due to the subconscious mind processing certain things. So we're going to look at today um, how you can kind of analyze your dreams, not like one of those dream books that says like if you dream of a bird then it means that you're going to fly or something like that, but how we can realistically use our dreams to kind of determine what's going on in our mind and and help us to you know work through those kind of things I really believe that our mind tries to tell us a lot of things and sometimes we don't notice it, sometimes we ignore it, or sometimes we notice it, we're not able to interpret it. So today I'm going to be talking about that and you know The dream is really a doorway 
between your subconscious and your conscious. When you're remembering your dreams, you kind of are getting an inside look to your subconscious mind, which otherwise is a bit hard to access. But it really has valuable information. And being able to interpret that information, you can use it to learn about yourself. You can use it to learn about your mental state, your body, etc. So let's talk a little bit about dreams first of all. Um, dreams usually happen during REM or rapid eye movement state of sleeping and they can trigger literally every sensory perception like your mind can make it extremely real and for anyone who's had a vivid nightmare it is terrifying <laughs> your mind makes it extremely real and other times when you're dreaming you can feel like you're walking around in a fog it is a complete fantasy when you look through history you can see that for thousands of years it's been documented that people are trying to understand and interpret dreams it's really a mystery to people um, that things are occurring in our minds that we don't understand I mean, even modern science can't really pinpoint where dreams come from or what the actual function is of them. But I personally think that it's a form of escapism for our minds. Like, you know, we might watch TV or read a book or something to escape from reality for a bit so that we can relax. And our mind never sleeps. Our mind is always active, no matter if we're like our conscious mind is sleeping or not. Our mind is always doing something. And I think that it makes sense for our subconscious to um, provide some kind of escapism for our minds while we're sleeping. And, you know, sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. And I think a lot of it relates to what's going on in our lives and what's going on in our bodies and in our you know just our day and it can even be influenced by the food that we eat I mean I know most people have probably heard uh, the old wives tale that if you eat like cheese or dairy before bed then you'll have nightmares and that kind of thing I don't really see how one thing relates to the other, however, I can say that there has been a time where I ate a lot of cheese before going to sleep, and I did have nightmares. Whether it was coincidental or not, I can't say, but I do say that I don't eat cheese before bedtime anymore. Some scientists believe that dreams are influenced by our surroundings, uh, the era that we live in, the culture that we live in, our upbringing, our state of mind, and um, personal beliefs. And I have to say that I would definitely agree with that because everybody's dreams are as individual as they are. They're like a fingerprint, you know, no two dreams, no two person's minds are the same. And so the dreams that we have are different except for the dream of falling. I've never spoken to somebody who said that they haven't had a dream of falling before. And it usually happens right as we are falling to sleep. And, you know, I think that when 
you've had like this happens to me when I have more of a stressful day and I think that from what I've read it's it's common really common among people and you know when your body is entering that kind of relaxed state where you're getting ready to sleep and your mind is preparing to shut down your your mind can sometimes misinterpret that information as you are falling and it might have something to do with the fact that we use the terminology falling to sleep but that's a pretty common dream that most people share but that's really small potatoes. Um, REM or rapid eye movement is the state of sleep where our brains become the most active. So consequently, that's when we are dreaming the most is during REM sleep. So why actually do we dream? You know, Freud said that um, dreams represent unconscious desires and like wish fulfillment. And that might be true on some level, but I think that there's a lot more that we can learn from our dreams than just um, our desires and having our wishes fulfilled through dreams. I think that sometimes dreams can be that just, you know, wish fulfillment or fulfilling your desires through your dreaming but I also think that sometimes your dreams can reveal something that's hidden in your mind and is meaningful like repressed memories or ignored or buried emotions past trauma PTSD and um, a lot of other things I was reading an article recently um, about loss of memory people who have extremely bad memories and i know people like that who have like a very bad memory who are unable to remember like a lot of things that happen in their day-to-day -day lives and it turns out that it's actually pretty common and i know that it can be frustrating if you're one of those people who are struggling to remember things on a regular basis it can be very frustrating but it's actually pretty common and scientists who have been studying this phenomenon uh, they theorize that your brain remembers the most important things and everything else, all the things that you can't quite pull up in your memory, all those memories are still there. They just aren't at the forefront, not easily accessible, you know, like your name or date of birth would be. And the scientists who conducted that study have said that you can train your brain to be able to remember things more easily more easily and more accurately and i think that we can do the same with our dreams but before i get into that i'm going to just go a little bit off topic here because while i was researching this i found something that is super interesting there was an ancient historian called Horodotus, and he stumbled upon this civilization who claimed not to dream and he wrote the natives call this mountain the pillar of heaven and they themselves take their names from it being called atlantis or atlanteans and they're reported not to eat any living thing and never to have dreams so this was intriguing to me so not eating any living thing would indicate that they were either vegetarian or vegan. I myself have been both and I don't recall any like effects on my dreams or not dreaming or something like that. But one opinion does not a consensus form. So I took my question to Reddit. <laughs> 
And even though I explained why I was asking, the people there generally thought that I was a lunatic. However, I was able to reach a consensus, and it seems that um, the consumption of animal products has no direct relation to dreaming, apart from, obviously, like I said, the cheese thing. So getting back to memory, um, it's really important to go over this because it's all well and good wanting to be able to interpret your dreams and trying to, but you're not going to get very far if you're not able to remember what you dreamed. So if you've done any looking into dreams, you've probably seen or heard or read about dream journals. And dream journal is really super important and I will tell you why. Because you're most likely to remember your dreams when you're in like a state of like half wakefulness. And that's immediately when you're waking up. Or if you wake up in the middle of REM sleep, you're very likely to remember a dream at that point. And this is why some people remember mostly their nightmares and not their dreams because a lot of times um, if you scare yourself awake in the middle of a nightmare, you've woken directly from REM sleep. When you're having a dream, it's less likely to wake you up while you're in REM sleep. So a dream journal is really essential if you want to try to use your dream state to interpret what's going on um, with your mind, your body, etc. Because you need to be able to track kind of patterns and what's going on in your dreams as it correlates to your waking life. Because your dream life is a completely separate life. Now, dream journals can come in all sorts of forms. If you're like me and you like to write things down, physically write things down, then you should get a physical journal and keep it next to your bed. If you're a person who doesn't like that, then there are a lot of options. You can use voice notes or voice to text um, apps, or you can use uh, type it on your phone or there are apps that are specifically designed for this purpose. You could download one of those. But tracking your dreams over a length of time would be really essential to being able to get to the bottom of what's going on and help you interpret because like I said, those patterns are really going to help you interpret what your subconscious is telling you because your subconscious mind knows everything. It knows everything that your conscious mind knows and it knows everything that your conscious mind has suppressed and forgotten. So your subconscious is really where it's at. Now, when it comes to dream interpretation, I would highly recommend that you stay far, far away from the books that are supposedly for dream interpretation and also, you know, like the internet for dream interpretation because, um... If you just go off the example that I gave earlier about the dream of falling, which it makes total logical sense that your brain might misinterpret your relaxation as falling because if you look at infants, it happens to infants a lot of the time. Like the infant will just be falling asleep and then a slight movement jars them and they like do the weird uh, thing that they do. But um if you look online to interpret that kind of thing, it's going to tell you that it's like inadequacy, that you're having feelings of inadequacy, and that's why you're dreaming of falling. So 
as like I said earlier, that your dreams are as individual as your mind and your mind is basically a fingerprint because everybody's mind is different. We all think differently. We all have different logic. We all process thoughts differently, etc. So it's impossible for there to be one blanket interpretation for, you know, what our minds are telling us while we're sleeping. So while keeping the dream journal will help you um, establishing patterns, like for example, you might have a reoccurring um, dream or nightmare on days when you're extremely stressed, for example. So let's just pick one thing. I just googled uh, a dream about bats and it says that most of the dreams about bats may bring negativity but not all the time. Sometimes bat dreams can also mean rebirth or a new beginning um, or that you're going to get through the struggles that you're going through. But some person might just be scared shitless of bats and so they're dreaming them as a nightmare. So if you tried to use your dream about bats um on Google to interpret what your mind is thinking, then I mean, you're going to be pretty disappointed because this is a kind of a blanket thing. It reminds me of, uh, you know, the psychics who aren't really psychics and they just guess. And uh, that's what, for me, the dream interpretations online or in books um, are doing. It's kind of just a blanket thing. It's not making sense individually for each person. So it's going to be very difficult for anyone but yourself to interpret your own dreams unless uh, you try to get someone who really knows you and understands you and knows what you've been through in your life to help you interpret your dreams because they really are based on your life and what's going on with you in your mind and nobody but you knows that. So start your dream journal and let that help you establish your patterns, let that help you understand why you're dreaming about certain things because a lot of the things that I dream about are things that I really need to work through on a personal level. So it's likely to be the same for most people. If you are dreaming about something, especially a recurring dream, it's likely something that you really need to work through or at the very least understand because that will help you know yourself better. This is part of your personal journey, you know? Your personal journey doesn't stop when you close your eyes and go to sleep. It's a constant thing. Your, your mind is constantly working and you are constantly working. And another way that you can help yourself is by lucid dreaming, which is something that I have practiced in the past. Um, and if you guys would like to hear more about that, I'm not going to talk about it today, but if you would like to hear more about it, then you can um, let me know on social media or whatever. All of my media thingies will be in the description of this podcast. But lucid dreaming is really about training your mind. And like I said, uh, when you can train your mind to do certain things like for your memory or for dream memory or any any type of thing that you need to train your mind to do, um, then you will be better off. Because you see, the way that your brain works is the nor neurons firing and they're making communications with each other. When you're learning a new thing, like say for example a physical activity, your brain makes a new pathway so that that becomes like muscle memory. It's the same with your thoughts and your dreams and uh, how your brain works. So how you're thinking and your mind and your memory, it works the same. If you practice something over and over 
again, your brain will create a new pathway to make that task easier. Now, you may be somebody who thinks that you don't dream and you're really frustrated about that because, uh, you know, people who dream assume that everybody dreams. And I would say that most people do dream. And even if you're a person who doesn't remember your dreams, it's likely that you are still dreaming. I mean, it's very unusual for someone to completely not dream. It's much more common for someone to not remember their dreams. But there are people who don't dream, and there are some reasons for some people who don't dream. And if you're a person who's not dreaming and you want to, then there are some things that you can do. Because as I discussed earlier, dreams usually come during the rapid eye movement state of sleep. So if you're not sleeping well, then that could be one big reason that you're not dreaming. And also people who suffer from sleep apnea, um, which is a condition where your throat relaxes during sleep and so you stop breathing on several occasions during the course of your sleep, then that's waking you. That's waking you on some level. I mean, you're not staying in that deep state of sleep. So if you're someone, unfortunately, who suffers with sleep apnea, then you might not dream just simply due to that fact. But more than likely, if you don't have a medical condition, the reason that you don't remember your dreams is down to uh, the way that your brains process information. Because um, sometimes, like I said earlier regarding memory, sometimes our brains um, file something under unnecessary information or not important and so we don't remember it and that can happen with dreams as well or maybe your dream is traumatic and so to protect you your brain might repress that dream which is something that does happen just like repressed memories because dreams are actually when you remember a dream it's a memory just like any other memory and that's how your brain sees that information so like I said it's a very small number of people who aren't dreaming like a very small percentage of the population actually doesn't dream but you can help yourself uh, if you want to dream and you're not dreaming or you want to remember your dreams and you can't there are some things that you can do for example people who go to bed at the same time on a regular basis and have a bedtime routine uh, usually get better quality sleep which means more REM sleep which means better ability to dream so if you set a bedtime for maybe 11 o'clock you stop consuming caffeine earlier in the day you get ready for bed by doing you know brushing your teeth washing your face maybe use some essential oils and you go to bed on time at the same time every night then that is really going to help your ability to dream because because you will over time you know it's not going to be like the first night that you do it it's going to work immediately but over time it will help also in my opinion just thinking about wanting to dream and remembering your dreams and that kind of thing is going to have an impact because like I said your subconscious while you can't actively access it on a regular basis it knows everything it knows everything your conscious mind knows and it knows everything that your conscious mind does not know so if you want it and you're thinking about it then it's it's more likely to happen because like I said I hadn't been dreaming or remembering my dreams for a while and then I started doing the research for this podcast and suddenly every single night I'm actively dreaming and I'm remembering my dreams if you think that you're a person who's not dreaming or 
you're not remembering your dreams at all, then there is something that you can do to test um, your dreaming, but it would require um, a little bit of preparation work and you would need to use some kind of like a sleep monitoring device. Like for example, my smartwatch can monitor my sleep and you would need to find out roughly what time of night on a regular basis you're getting into REM sleep. And then you would set an alarm to wake yourself from REM sleep. And hopefully you were in REM when you woke up because that's going to be your highest chance to be able to remember your dream or know if you were dreaming at that time. I mean, this method is great as a test, but it's not something that you could realistically do on a consistent basis because, uh, you know, you're going to be really interrupting your sleep on a regular basis if you're constantly waking yourself from REM sleep. So you could do that just a test if you really believe that you're not dreaming. And if that works, then you can start the process of training your brain to remember your dreams. And intention is huge here. I really do believe that. I believe if you get it into your head that you want to do something and you intend to do something, especially when it comes to something like remembering, then you're going to have an easier time and you're going to be able to do that. I'm sorry if you can hear crinkling in the background right now. My cat has a new toy, so (laughs) it's all kitty land. So in summary, if you want to use your dreams to interpret what's going on in your mind, maybe access some repressed memories or, you know, actually start learning from your dreams, then it is really essential to keep a dream journal. And you can really track um, your patterns and you can track what's kind of going on with you from there. And once you establish patterns, you'll be able to interpret that information on your own personal individual basis. And if you're a person who's interested in lucid dreaming, um, then this is kind of like a foundation for that too, because um, once you start learning these things, once you start tracking your dreams, then you'll be able to do the things that are required for lucid dreaming, like um, identifying when you're in a dream. And like I said, if you guys would like to hear me talk about lucid dreaming and the how-tos and the process of that, then drop me a comment and let me know and I will do that in a future podcast. But today, I would like to thank you very much for sticking with me and listening to this podcast. And if you liked this, then please um, follow me or subscribe. And thank you so much for your support. And I will speak to you again next time. Bye!